guys. I'm Tim. I'm Bob. I'm Dan. This is the Board Game Rundown. Today, we're going to talk about games we played, news, uh, crowdfunding, and then like a short little topic uh, because we're going to talk a little bit about Origins, and it's not going to be a lot. I'm, I'm excited for a short topic because it means that I don't have to rush through the games I played this week like oh, usual. Oh, sure, 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 sure. <laughs> so yeah, we're going nice. to do this, this. This will be a little front heavy more than back heavy like like some of our episodes are. So anyways, uh, games we play, guys. Yep. But wait. I would wait for that. Make sure you're liking and subscribing. Smash that subscribe button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The kids say these days, right? Yeah, yes, hey, yes, we're doing, actually, let's we're just comment. We're doing really good on that. Let's, let's just, while we're on that, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's just say, I am loving the, the people commenting on the videos, guys. Yeah. This is awesome. It's nice. And if you don't, if, if you're paying any attention, we try. It, one of us, like, tries to respond, like, relatively quickly. Yeah. Yeah, it's if, mostly if us. If it takes a while. <laughs> to be honest. If, if it takes a while to respond, that's usually because, like, one of us saw the comment, and then we messaged, and I was like, hey, Tim, I think you'd respond to this better. Right, and then the right. Talk, and, and so we try to respond to most comments. Yes. If, if, if I don't feel like I have anything constructive to add to the comment, then I might just not, or I might just say, like, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> but, like, I, yeah. I don't know what to say. And but I don't even mind the snarky ones because, you know, you might get a little snark back. We're, we're snarky. We yeah. snark back. Yeah, we are. But uh, it's all in good fun. I, I love the engagement. It makes it it makes me excited every time. Yeah. Uh, anybody comments. Yeah. Uh, you guys have been awesome lately, so, having actual conversations back and forth with us. Again, we we try to actually have a conversation back. This isn't just like please comment yeah. YouTube algorithm. You know. No. We, no. No. Yeah. yeah we we wanna, like talking. We want to engage with you guys. And uh, also, you can find us on Facebook. The group has been growing. I just want to let you know, I am terrible about like the welcome. Like yeah, yeah welcome our new members. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry for Every that. Every time I sign into the Facebook, it says, "Did you know you can welcome the members?" Like, <laughs> I know Facebook. I know. <laughs> yeah, do it if you if you, just do it. If you log in and it says that, just do it because me, I'm like, uh, what? Uh, anyways, so Old thank you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So thank you guys for doing that. I really appreciate it. We're gonna actually uh, pretty soon. We're gonna start putting up some polls because we've got some like uh, show ideas that we're tinkering with. And I'd really like to put some of that into your hands. Yeah, uh, we should have done one for this episode. I just thought about that. That'd be, about. Or, or not for this episode, for the, the next, next video. Yeah. 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 Well, we could throw something up and then add it later. Yeah. So anyways, uh, thank you so much, guys. It's awesome. Our growth has been really good and steady. I love our canvas is up over a thousand now because i talked about that on the last episode yeah, you yeah. were here but I it's like it was like it was we like broke three, a thousand. Three off. We, broke a so we broke a thousand on a video it's guys so weird that it was a video tim wasn't in though so, so i think that's our key element yeah. to uh to listen we gotta pay attention to the algorithm yeah. tim i'm sorry the audience has spoken <laughs> yeah so anyways i'm bob <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah thank you guys it's it's really uh been a lot of fun so far so, games we've played. Right. Yeah. I'll just start. Well, actually, you know what? I was going to start with an easy one, but I'm going to start with uh, the digital ones, right? Okay. So, okay. Uh, Levi has been obsessed with Board Game Arena lately, and he's been trying. Bob, I think you'd love it because okay. you play the Axis and Allies and yep. stuff to where it's like, I'll take one turn a week, right? Like that yeah. kind of thing. That's Board Game Arena. You okay. get online with random people, or like Levi likes just having a bunch of games open with friends. Sure. And you just take your turn, and then you the game is paused until the next person takes their turn, right? And it's that nice. kind of thing. Yeah. But uh, so, uh, first, Levi and I played. Um, Onitama. Uh, so it's a chess-like game, right? An abstract strategy chess-like game. Uh, I was interested because it's, it's there's like no it's abstract, abstract strategy. No, no, because because it. it's, it's super fast and easy to learn. Like uh -huh. I mean, the game is literally a tiny grid with your pieces on it. Each have like five pieces, and then there's five cards in the game. These two cards are what I can move my pieces. Those two cards are what Levi can move, and then there's one in the middle. And whenever I use one of mine. 
mine swaps with the one in the middle. So every time you use a move, you know that the next two turns from now, your opponent could use that move. You're, you're swapping moves back and forth. Okay. So you have to think ahead like that. Sure. Um, and it's just super famous. I mean, it's known as one of the best two-player games out there, especially okay. Abstract Strategy. And uh, we played it, and, you know, again, it's Abstract Strategy. I didn't love it, but it, I can see why people like it. It's, mm-hmm. it's interesting. Again, it's, it is a modernized chess. Let's mm-hmm. take the idea of chess, sh- sh- simplify it, streamline it, and then add this interesting card mechanic where I move my guy diagonal two, Swap that out. Now I know that Levi's next move, he'll have to swap out middle, and then he'll have the diagonal two move. Do I really want to give him it this early? Because then you have to think ahead. Okay, well he's going to be able to do this. If I yeah, it's just interesting, right? So that's uh, that's Onitama, and then uh, you know I lost uh, my page, and then we played oh Seven Wonders Duel. Okay. Levi had never played Seven Wonders Duel before, and I was like, I'll teach you. It's super easy. Went over it. It was a pretty close game. He barely beat me, um, but. Fantastic. Uh, Seven Wonders Duel is a great game. If you like I Seven like Wonders. I like it more than Seven Wonders, to be honest. I do, too, but I haven't played Seven Wonders in a long time, sure. and it plays faster than Seven Wonders. So those two things oh, combined wait, makes right. me say I, I like it more. But, yeah, just, a, again, a, a simplified, streamlined version of Seven Wonders for just two players. And, and the, even though it's simplified, there's still a lot of strategy. Yeah, it's all the same strategy, honestly. Yeah. It's just uh, the science thing is simplified. The war thing is simplified, right? And it, yep. it, they just do really well. Um, at simplifying that and and the the card system is just fantastic. I love that build a pyramid of face up face down cards. Mm-hmm. If you take a card that uncovers a face down card, it flips. So yep. now you you don't know what card you're giving to your opponent on right. their turn. Just very interesting stuff going on in that game. Uh, so yeah, board game arena. Levi, if you make an account, Levi will probably play with you. He's oh, yeah. dying <laughs> to play with people. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. That's my digital ones. Okay. Uh, I guess my digital ones are uh, more Magic Ascension the Gathering and, Magic. and Ascension and uh, yeah, Dice Legacy, which isn't technically a board game. but Oh, right, right. But, you know, uh, board yeah. game adjacent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Board game adjacent. It probably will be a board game eventually. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably. Uh, are we going to get into real IRL games, games you played in real life? I had a couple life? of digital Oh, ones. you got some digitals. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I've been gone for a couple of weeks. And right, so right. Um, in the airport, I had my iPad. Oh, right. I got on. to play Axis and Allies online with that, which is nice. See? See? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and some Spirit Island. There you go. Yeah. Perfect. So, yeah, it plays pretty good on the iPad. So okay, what's next? Kind of handy. That was, my d- that was the only digital games I played. No, no, I was All right. skipping over Spirit Island. Oh. <laughs> uh, honestly, at that point, my thing starts at just one. Okay, yeah. Let's get into just one. We had the funniest just Dude, one moment that has ever it happened. Was, we collapsed. It was amazing. Oh, my so God. So we're playing like... This one has a lot of collapse moments, but like this was an amazing collapse We were moment. playing like an eight-player round of just one. First of all, it only plays up to seven, so Tim just had a whiteboard. Yeah. <laughs> well, because we were going to play a, a game we're going to talk right. about in a minute that also used dry race. And um, so, yeah, I was just writing down. It's sure. just one. Who cares? Yeah. Exactly. Play, yeah. It's a convention game. Play with 800 people. Who yeah, cares? Yeah. yeah. Everything like, will get canceled. Yeah. <laughs> who cares? Uh, but anyways, we had like uh, three people wrote down the same word. Okay. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, so we we gave the person all the clues, and they're looking, and they're thinking, <laughs> I'm and they're thinking, thinking about and they're thinking, and they're thinking. So uh, Big Dan was one of the people whose clue got eliminated. So he erased his board because he's like, eh, 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 put it down, right? Put his little thing down. And so he, the person's like thinking, thinking, thinking. They guessed wrong. Right. And then Levi so dramatically was like, whoa, 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 hold on, hold on, before anybody says anything. Would this clue have helped? And he flips up the blank tray <laughs> <laughs> with no idea that right. it's blank. We all fall down laughing. And so Levi's still like, 
Yeah, because he, he can't see it. Yeah. We're all laughing, and he's like, what? So there's like a three-second delay uh, before he realizes. It's just so dramatic of like, would How about now? this yes. have <laughs> Nope. And, and obviously, the person who was trying to guess, too, didn't know what they were about to see. So yeah. he says that, and he flips up a blank, and they're like, would what? <laughs> so good. Nice. It was <laughs> so good oh, it was man. amazing i loved it i loved it that was like my favorite just one crying next to the very first time when i played when my sister and brother-in-law and dave brinkman and a whole bunch of them uh-huh. like walked up to them oh yeah and they're like this is oh uh, they all wrote random words yeah and you're they, trying to figure out what's the answer and there wasn't one there was, not one. There was no actual word they yeah. were just tr- messing with me which i love i funny. love it yeah. it's so good so yeah just one was pretty great i play i was involved in that game pretty awesome i was involved <laughs> uh, uh uh bob you got one you want we could just kind of bounce back and forth uh other than the games we all played okay. together uh, yeah together i've only, I only played one game yeah go, on, go for it war room oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's a big right. game <laughs> but well you played half of a game right yeah like three turns and it took about three hours for three turns um but i was teaching people Crazy. uh it, was it just you and justin no, it was me and Justin and Brandon. Because okay. it was going to be just the two of us. We weren't sure if Brandon was going to be able to make it, but he did. So I gave them. We're playing the Pacific Theater. Mm-hmm. So I gave them uh, America, China, and Britain. Mm-hmm. And then I took Japan. And, man, like, you only get nine commands. It's one of my favorite things about the game is that you have simultaneous, like, hidden movement, right? You right. all You program yes. your, your movements. You put Kinda it on like the stack. Kind of like diplomacy. Kind of, yes. You put the, the stack number and then what, where you want them to go. And then you I'm bid oil. Too, and then right. turn orders determined by how much oil you bid. And then, and then stack number is your priority. Well, no, the, well, the stack number because because uh, you have all the different units in a stack, right? Oh, uh, okay. And then you've got a, a cap how on many, top. How many guys you're going to move out of that stack? Well, no, because you move because say you have that whole stack, and then you have a, a flag on top that says the 86. So it's like the 86 battalion. Right. Exactly. right? So you're like, okay, so the 86 battalion oh, is moving to this Shh. one. Yes, and these are little command staff to push the stack around. I want to play so bad, but it's I only so want to play like cool. three rounds. <laughs> yeah. Well, and what was really cool is like uh, I had put out like one of my big fleets towards America, right? And so. Justin had kind of like pulled back a little bit to not come and help. And then I, it was like a faint, right? And I ended up pulling back, destroying everything they had in the area. And now there's like, they have almost did no you Navy. Did Harbor the United States? I did not. <laughs> so, but, but the thing is, he, like, he kind of converged everything in that because he thought I was going to go that oh, way. Right. And instead of coming to help Britain, and now I'm just getting ready to annihilate uh, Australia. So, yeah, it's was, it was pretty It's awesome. a penal colony. It's, yeah. <laughs> playing, against, <laughs> no, it, it, playing against a bunch of noobs and he's doing this. Yeah. I know. Hey, well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I move it out there. He's like, oh, he's like I, so if I think you're coming here, I should, I should move guys back to defend. I go, if you think I'm coming there, you should be moving guys back to defend. If that's what you think. Yeah. And, and, See, but a good teacher would then say, but remember, I might be faking. That's true. Right. <laughs> a good teacher would have yes, exactly. Well, I mean, like, uh, so it's still set up. It's still <laughs> it set up. And you guys are like, oh, hoping still, to go back to it. Yeah, like, it's still set up there on, on to top of the hot tub. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we're hoping next Saturday to get back there and, uh, right and finish it. If Brandon can't make it, Justin said his wife would sit in. Okay, cool. Um, what time do you guys do it? Uh, we started yesterday at like one because that was on our window. Okay. So we're going to start at six p.m. Uh, p.m. Oh, okay. um, next Saturday. He's out. I can't play, obviously, but I, one of the times you've been playing War Room, I've wanted to just come and watch for yeah. a bit. Uh, I mean, depending on what time you get like off experiment. of work, you it's, could maybe... I, four to midnight. I mean, I'd still be up for it. I don't know if they might pass right. out by then. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Yeah. Uh, War Room game. looks like an experience. Yeah. I mean, there's just so many units, and I only get nine commands. So it's like... First like couple per of, round, you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah correct. Okay. You get nine, nine so you can commands, only move nine, nine your, stacks. Nine of your stacks. Yeah, so it's like you got to spend a couple of turns kind of getting things together, you know, and like right. making larger armies that you can then move with one command. I know it's not, but I have to ask this. Is yeah. there anything like the Enigma code in that game? 
No, like the being able to crack their Yeah, being able to figure out some kind of espionage. Uh, no. <laughs> that would just be so cool. That would oh, be pretty cool. That yeah. could break the game too. Like like oh, yeah, I get to know one of your uh, exactly. command, one of your e- things. Even just okay. which unit got an order. I don't know right. what they're doing, oh, yeah. but that a, unit a radio got signal something. has come yeah. into this zone. Something we like know that, that something in this zone is moving. And it's not somewhere. like you start with the enigma code broken, sure. but there's something you like a you tech could be that doing you could evaluate. Yeah, like a tech. an even better way though is that there's there's things that make it a truth or a lie. So you don't oh, you don't oh, yeah, exactly you can do false yeah yeah. 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 But yeah, so war Let's room. make a more complicated a really complicated <laughs> game. Version of I just think that'd be a cool expansion. That's that very be cool. Amazing. The Enigma Night, Code. Nightingale Games, uh it's Larry Harris. He was the one that developed Axis and Allies mm-hmm. and he's making a new one and it's going to be more in a fantasy world, not necessarily oh, World oh, War 2 nice. games like most of this stuff. That's so interesting. interesting. So he's taking his his well-made ideas and gameplay but he's and taking and it into a theme he could do anything with correct. so that's yeah. interesting he doesn't have to be historically accurate exactly stuff, so. yeah i'm excited for that so many possibilities i know all right daniel what, what you got? got next uh next thing i've written because we're gonna have a lot of overlap and then you yep, might have a few i think it's me. the right order so escape the aliens from outer space yes so escape from the aliens in outer space Hidden movement. Everybody's got their own dry erase board. We're all on the same map. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are randomly a human or an alien. They we played with the asymmetric powers. Nice. And uh, oh, I didn't even know you could play without them. Very uh, glad we played with them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You want to use them. If you got if people that know is, how to play games, honestly, I liked the game. But even with all that stuff, it's still a pretty boring game overall. Like it's not a lot. We were playing on. an eight-player game, so it's just like a lot of just sitting there. <laughs> you know. Still, yeah, still I mean, fun. like Levi loves the game, and after the game, he was like, "I felt kind of dry." Like, like he's like I probably won't play with that many players again. That was so. that was a lot of players. I like four to, to five, with. I think on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's spot. I think that's a winning. Co- I think yeah. that's a winning combination of players. But it was pretty fun. We had some wild things happen again. Uh, Levi, it was his. Oh yeah, he had a funny. I can't remember right now. He he was, really oh, I can tell you exactly what happened. Yeah. So we're all moving around. There, <laughs> nobody's really sure who was what. And Levi moves to a spot where Jesse is, and it's like I'm attacking G10, right? And Jesse. Flips over his card. He's the brute alien. Cannot die. And we're like, mm, he's dead. And then uh, he's like, well, you're dead unless you're the pilot and can teleport out of there. And Levi flips his card over and goes, I'm the pilot. And I, I teleport out of there. Because <laughs> yeah. it was either going to be because it, when you attack, you can only attack if you're the alien unless you're the soldier, which you have to reveal that you're the soldier, or you've got an item card that allows you to attack. Yeah. And this game's really tough because when you attack, if you're an alien and you kill a human, the human becomes an alien. Yep. But if you're an alien and you kill an alien, that is player elimination. It's one less alien. <laughs> right. One Same less thing with alien. a human killing an alien, right? Yes. Correct. And a human killing an alien eliminates an alien. Uh, so Jesse, though, then just played the dumbest game of Escape from... Aliens in Outer Space. Love you, I've, Jesse. I've ever I seen wasn't part of this. Anybody? It was hilarious to watch, though. And I say this because Jesse is smarter. He's a smart player, mm-hmm. but he was not this time. So all of my movements showed that I was like moving around this one area, this one yeah, specific. He was clearly circling an escape. Pod. I was circling an escape pod, and they're like, "So why is he just circling an escape pod?" You know, you're an alien, right? <laughs> yes, yeah. But I did not say it out loud because there was still some doubt between yes. some of the players even, whether or not. Even after your confusing movement, I was still like, "I don't know what Tim's doing." I'm gonna right. be honest, <laughs> right? Because it's like, well, maybe he wants to, somebody to draw the busted escape pod card first because there's only one, right? Sure, but so, I wouldn't be gambling that. But anyways. <laughs> But anyways, Jesse then proceeds to just try to hunt me down and kill me. Wait, by the way, at this point, Jesse was already the revealed alien who had been yeah. attacked by Levi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, 
And I'm just like, I would, I would have stopped. I would have tried to get Jesse's attention me. somehow. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, it took it took him like four more turns to find and kill me because then by the end it was it was basically done. But it, we did have some good shenanigans and some hijinks. We Levi did. had another really funny thing at the very beginning that you probably don't remember, which was, um, and it wound up, you know, whatever. Oh, because oh, he, he said, kept asking questions about. Well, he he basically said um, he spawned by the alien. Like, you know, like he said a number that was by the alien spawn. So either he pulled mm. a card to let him lie about his movement or, okay. he, you know, whatever. Sure. Spencer, same thing over there. On, the only human that can spawn in the alien is the philosopher or psychiatrist, psychiatrist. something like that. Psychiatrist. Um, and we were going like, oh, well, one of them's an alien, one of them's a psychiatrist at this point. And, and like we were, and then later on in the round, we were talking about Spencer, and we were like, I just don't know if he's a psychiatrist. And Levi said, I, I think he's the psychiatrist. And we said, that means you're an alien. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, uh, yeah. he literally was like... <laughs> Oops! It was, it was so What's funny, funny though is that he wasn't an alien. He, he was a pilot. Alien. He would just lied so badly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he got trapped in the bad memory of his own lie. <laughs> so funny. So it was just a wild. So I mean, yeah, the game got dry at times because there was. It took a while because there was also um, there was a huge gap where Spencer didn't realize it was his turn. Oh, really? Because he was talking, and it's gotcha. like, and so then after that happened, I it's like, remember. it's your turn. Like, right. he was right next to me, and it's just like, it's your turn. It's your turn. It's your turn. Like, uh-huh. every time, mm-hmm. I made sure. And then, so, like, the, 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 the side of the table across from me wasn't so bad, but then, like, when it went from Spencer to Jesse, there was one time where Jesse didn't realize it was his turn. I was a little slow after Caleb, too, just I because like, that was also partly, though, because Caleb was hunting me, <laughs> and I was paying really close attention to everything Caleb was doing, and then I'd be, like, sitting there after his move, and I'd be calculating, no, calculating, I'd be it, like, oh, sorry, it's my turn, I don't, you know? I don't mind that if you're taking a minute to take your turn, I just need you to know that it's your turn. Correct. Right. Yeah, if you know you're oblivious, Yes. And you're just wasting and time. And that happened at least twice where we probably lost five minutes, uh-huh. like solid five minutes, because, uh, like, it's like, okay, well, you know, clearly they're thinking really hard about it. And it's like, oh, it's my turn. And it's like, for crying out loud, get yeah. bleeps the cat out, because I got a lot to say when, <laughs> that, when that happens. But anyways, overall, it was a pretty good game. The humans won because they got two out of the Spencer four. Spencer and I got out. Yeah. Um, and and I Spencer will say- did a really good job because he was way far away from Everybody else. He got the luckiest cards in the last couple of rounds yeah. because he was, he made a, his movement made a path that made perfect sense going up and to the left on the on the right side of the board, uh-huh. and he he wound up escaping on the left escape pod. So he just pulled a bunch of cards that allowed why, him to draw why? a perfect and, and, path. And so and so Caleb is like basically patrolling north and south, right? As Spencer is just running west mm-hmm. on this. And, um, and, no, and then I got killed because I was running from Jesse down in the <laughs> southwest corner. I tend to try to do, like, two courses, right? Like, a, one I'm actually going, and then one plot of course exactly. I don't yeah. go. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I am wondering if I ran into a kind of a broken combination. I don't know if the game, if people actually care in that game. But I just, I had a weird situation oh, yeah. where I was, I, I got kind of lucky with my cards. I was making my way, like I said, Caleb was hunting me. It was very obvious he was an alien. It was very obvious I was a human. Um, and he was hunting me down pretty hard, and it got towards the end of the game, and I couldn't he was the soldier. lose. Because I was the soldier, and I had a defense card. Mm-hmm. Meaning, if an alien attacked me, which means the alien has to be on my position, at mm-hmm. least with the aliens that were in that game, had to be on my position. He attacks me, I flip over the defense card, and I don't die. I am then directly after Caleb in no, order. No, you have to move, though. 
and then use your action. No. Oh, you can use your action. It, it counts as a turn. card, which means it can be used right. at any time. That's right. So I could have flipped over my card, not died. My turn is directly after Caleb's. Shoot Caleb. And I knew that. Caleb was the one chasing me. The entire run, I could have just, I could have just been telling the truth the whole time about where I was walking because it didn't matter. Well, it does matter though because once you use that shield, it's gone. There's one in the deck. Right, but because of turn order and everything, what I'm saying is I could have killed Caleb right back, and I knew yes. that you and Jesse were no, in the other corner. Right, right, right. But I, I'm saying that you needed circumstances to line up the way they did, yes. which is why it's not a broken. Yeah, I'm just saying in that mechanic. specific circumstance, I just felt broken sure. and overpowered. Sure. It's not like it's something that's gonna happen every game. Oh yeah, it I, totally ruined your gameplay experience. No, no, yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was it was a fun game. Again, I said it was a little slow, you know. Yeah, too to, high of a player count. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think I think five, maybe six. Depending on the six. Depending on it's the also six. definitely a game that when I play it, I want this is another Wolves of Mercia. I want an atmosphere. I want oh, the yeah, lights yeah. dimmed. I want music playing. Yeah. Right. That's that kind of Creepy game. There was, yeah, there was like some corridor fun, walking sounds. Creaking. There was some fun tension at times though. Oh like, yeah, that there was tension the whole game. Again, even me who was like halfway through the game, I got that combo. It's still the the hunt. You feel that yeah. hunt. It yeah, felt it was, really cool. It was neat. It was neat. All right. What uh uh, I'm in our game night and stuff, yeah. obviously. So yep. uh, let's see. Next is we. Oh, yeah. We played Antidote, which played. Tim just watched. Yeah. Because um, I was like, I'm going to He was about take to head off. out. Yeah. But uh, so Levi, Dan, Spencer, Dan mm-hmm. uh, played Antidote, a little deduction card game, kind of uh, the, the basic idea of Clue, right? So there's like eight different formulas. Uh, they all have, uh, what is it, like two through four, one through four? Yeah, something like some, that. One through four. And then an X, and the X is the the one you need to find. So at the beginning of the game, one of the X's is removed from the game. Then the rest of the cards are dealt out between the people, and um, and you're basically on your turn passing cards back and forth or playing cards in front of you, and you're trying to figure out which X isn't in the game. And then at the end of the game, you want to have the highest card of that thing. So if the light green X is out of the game, you want the four of light green. You drink the strongest antidote for the poison. The basic theme is you're all scientists, a beaker breaks in the lab, and we got to find the antidote for this thing. We're all dying. Um, and I like the theme. I like the cards. I like I, I like the deduction. It, it's definitely, again, not like my favorite game of all time, right? But it, when Levi was like, we could pl- play antidote, I was like, yeah, sure. I like, mm-hmm. or Spencer might have said it, whatever. I was like, yeah, sure. I like antidote. It's fun. And we played with the, I want to say asymmetric powers, but they're more like they change each player's win conditions. Yeah, it makes it more like two booms in a room where you got like, oh, I need to finish with you. or Right. So, like, I got the one called Juliet, which is I win if my, the p- person to my left and I both drink the antidote. It doesn't even have to be the highest antidote or anything. It's just I win if we both drink the antidote, which made the game so much fun for me because basically all the X's I was getting, I was just passing – Eyeglasses. I was just <laughs> passing to Levi. Couldn't see him there. And I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um, I, I, w- I just kept giving Levi everything he needed to know. Mm-hmm. Thanks. I, I don't really need him, but thanks. Um, everything he needed to know because I was just trying to make sure he got out too. And right. it, it completely changed the game. I loved it. And then Levi was like, why is he helping me so much? Yeah. So he kept giving me like syringes back so that I could like steal cards from people's hands and stuff. So we were like accidentally helping each other. Well, he was actually helping me yeah, back kind of a lot. Yeah. Just really interesting. I, I, Antidote's a fun, super cheap card game. I, mm-hmm. I suggest checking it out if you like the sound of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have your list or do you want me to keep going? Because it's the same list. It's the list we just played today, right? Uh, oh, you're right. I have one more because I talked about this before the show. I tried Marvel United solo. Oh, right. Um, so I wanted to get it done. I wanted to get it played finally, and I, I was just alone. I, I didn't have uh, anyone I could get a hold of for that day, and I was like, 
I'm sure this game plays super fast. I'm just going to set it up solo, and I need to learn it anyway. So I like I read the book while listening to Neil deGrasse Tyson, <laughs> and then I then I set up the game and I I, I played it and I I enjoyed it again for a family weight game. I could totally see it's it's really light. But it's really difficult, right? I was, which I was is a weird of, combination. I was kind of trying to explain this to them earlier, to where it's super easy. It's like on your turn, you play a card, and then that card and the card previous activate. So if this was a move, and then I played two punches, I can move and do two punches in whatever order I want, and then that's my turn, and and then that's it. And then we just have to get the villain's health to zero. We have to complete two missions, which then we can hurt the villain, get his health to zero. He wins at the fear track. I played against Red Skull because it said for your first game, play against Red Skull. He wins if the fear track gets the 20. Um, so the thing is, super easy game. I'm just da, 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 completing the objectives, beating him up. But then every three cards that come out, one of his cards flips and comes out. And it's just random what's going to happen. He's going to move around the board and interact with stuff. And that fear track goes up fast. You're just like, oh, man, okay, I can see. So it's weird that what you're doing and your goal is super easy. But then what he's doing, what his goal is, is super easy. So it's kind of just this race to the finish line. Can we get the six health off of him or eight health off him before he can get the – because I wound up winning, but I won with, like, 15 or 16 out of 20 fear. Like, I I was like, maybe one more card could have ended the game for him. One or two more cards. And And so – When you play with multiple players, it's really interesting because – like the previous player's move affects your move. Yeah, exactly. Because of the existing so card. Exactly. Because remember, Cause you activate the card before, too. So he's going to be like, I want to play a move this turn. I'm like, yeah, but I'm not going to be able to do anything with a move on my turn, and I'm after you. Right? That kind of thing. Um, so there's I will this say, real balance of trying to It's really coordinate. interesting in solo, because in solo, you pick three heroes, mm-hmm. and you shuffle all their decks together. Uh, and then okay. you have a hand of five cards. Okay. And you whatever card you play is the hero that activates. So it's so it, so it sh- like, oh, I only have Hulk and Iron Man in my hand. I have to activate Hulk or Iron Man. I can't activate Captain America, right? And so, yeah, that's a very interesting way of doing the solo mode. Yeah, at first I was like, oh, this is kind of weak. Like, they just like... How do we turn this game solo? It's kind of like how it felt. Then I, then I played it and I was like, oh, that played well. You know? Sure. So, yeah, Marvel United, it's at every big box store and FLGS and stuff. Everywhere. It's, well, yeah, yeah. it's easy to find, is what I'm trying to say. Yep. And um, it's uh, for a family way game. I wasn't sure what I was getting into. I'd, I'd play this again with, with not solo, with my family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right on. We're in today's list now. Today's list. We started off today by playing White, White Hall, Hall Mysteries. Mysteries. Just Mystery? I, I say mysteries all the time. I'm White Hall it in your guys mystery, head, but it's just White Hall mystery. So this just is this is letters from Whitechapel Light. Light. L I T E. And uh, I Tim, how how'd that go for you, Tim? <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I'll say this though. So it plays uh, it plays two to four pretty uh-huh, well, yeah. and also it plays in like eight minutes. I got caught early. Well, let me tell you, though. Let me tell you what. And this is no joke. Let me tell you what. (laughs) Seriously, despite, like... And I was trying to be slick, and they and Bob right. Bob called it. Yeah, you basically you tried to get too cocky yep. the turn that yeah. Bob called your cocky. And what I should have done is what you suggested. I should have you. I should. should I didn't have coached even, or something. So this is this goes into this theory, this scientific theory with game study that I really need to actually like apply because it's real. Is things in your zone, right? right? They so were the, behind your shield. So or the closer stuff is to you, the more likely you are to use those things. So on a game board, if there's a, a a place where you can place workers farther away, you 
mentally you are less likely to select that space because it's further away. You're going to interact sure. with the stuff that's closer to you. It's a psychological sure. thing, right? I think it depends on the game, too, though. It, I don't think it depends on the game. I think that's 100% true, but the thing is the part of your brain that is tactical will override that if necessary. Okay, you know right. say, if it's a game I know, and I no, know no, that other yeah, space but is instinctively, good, I'm going to go somewhere Yeah, else. but instinctively, right, if you're just sure. kind of going, right, you're interacting with the stuff that's closest to you in your in your. You know, they, you, there's sure. levels to the zones, okay. right? So I had my special move markers just off and kind of behind my screen mm. and was not really looking at them at sure. using them at all and not even considering them, which is a huge flaw mm-hmm. because uh, they're powerful. When a game designer gives you a mechanic to use, use it. you should use it. Anyone ask if you're a god? <laughs> You say yes. say yes. Uh, and, and I did not use it. Uh, it was at my own peril. <laughs> uh, but I will say this, though. I thought that game was fantastic. Yeah, I mean, you've seen yeah. the bones of the game. It's that no, 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 no. over and over again. 100%. Like, I would almost not, like, throw out my letters from Whitechapel, but I would want to play Whitehall Mystery, especially if we've got four players. Or was it five? No, it's four, and that's definitely the one issue with it is uh, Whitechapel plays up to eight, I think. It's really six. high. Are you sure? Maybe yeah, with the expansion. Maybe with the expansion. Maybe with the expansion. Because there's five investigators and then Jack. Gotcha. I think the expansion has at least one more player. But anyway, it's it's definitely for the bigger player count. Right. Um, right. But, but uh, you know, we've t- we talk about it all the time. Uh, I really like streamlined and mm-hmm. faster games. Even if I would not have got caught on that turn, that game was going by fast. Right. I just oh. like that. So in Whitechapel, which I loved. I played it for the first oh, time not too long yeah. ago. Letters from Whitechapel is an amazing and uh, most excellent. Most yeah, excellent. Really is a thing, though, where in Whitechapel, you know, you do your kill. You have to make it back to your hideout. Then there's like the courtesans. What are they called? Wenches. wenches. Then there's the wenches that you do. And then the, and then the police have to redo their spawns. And Jack has to do his spawn and everything. And in this game, it's like Jack starts at a murder. And then he gets the next murder, and the track restarts. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the mid-round. Yeah, there's no, like, like, night over exactly. reset yeah. and, right. and, and the, build the, anticipation. The reset yeah. phase is literally slide Jack's thing back yeah. to zero. Yeah. And that well, look, is just another red chip. Now, I will, say, I will say Letters from Whitechapel is going to give you a more thematic experience. Yes. It's, yes. More, it's more realistic to the... Well, they are both based on a thing, though. The, the whole point... So Letters from Whitechapel is when he did all the murders around Whitechapel. Right. right. And Whitehall Mysteries is specifically Mystery. the Whitehall murders, which is when he was... They were finding body parts. So in this game, they aren't murders. You're finding body parts in the four locations. He is literally going around dropping off body parts Mm -hmm. as clues on purpose to taunt the police. Right. They are both based on things. They're just different things for sure. And one is straight. But I I really, you know, despite my my flub, I thought it was a great game. Right. Honestly, if we didn't have more to do, I wanted to immediately play it again because we literally, I'm not kidding, we played for like eight minutes. I I could (laughs) have played it again. Yeah. yeah, Again, we were trying to do some other stuff. Exactly. But yeah, I I would have sat down and played it again. No no griping about the poems. Like whatever. (laughs) Would have totally done it again. Yeah, and I can totally see, though, the 45-minute timer on that box. It seems pretty accurate. I mean, Tim got half the game done, basically, in the eight minutes or whatever. Because I did get two kills. Yeah, you start on the first kill, he got to the second one. Technically, you got the second one done. <laughs> you got the second one done and then turned around and got clotheslined by a cop. Yeah. But. <laughs> ah, oh. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. I'm going to get right. in this car and drive away. If I'd have done that, I would have. Well, <laughs> so the problem is you got into the back seat of a cop, cop car. car. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, get out of here. I'm trying to get away from the cops. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Step on it. I felt like Levi. Well, would you catch me if I did this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I would. Oh, uh, that's not helpful. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Whitehall Mystery. Yep. yep. Really good. Look it up. Uh, we will have a review of that soon because we're going to have to play that again. And, yeah, we and definitely. Do a, we need to play it. Actually. <laughs> yeah. play through it, yeah. Yeah. But no, great great time. Excellent. Uh, uh, next, we played something a bit familiar. Ooh, mind management. Yes. Mind management right there. Oh, man, I love mind management. Bob's not as hot on it. Bob was a little, yeah, but yeah. again, one play. We'll it, was see, one, we'll see. it was one play. We'll see what happens. But, I just, uh, it, it's got a lot of elements that I, I really like. Again, the components, the board, the cards. I will the, say. The components are freaking oh, amazing. Now Sorry. it's deluxe edition, but yes. Okay, yeah, like the box and like the the dual like not pictures okay yeah the game trays inside the bits the little brain piece like the components are really good i was just as underwhelmed with the gameplay i'll say though bob in in your kind of defense i talked about this in the review mm-hmm. i do prefer the whitechapel games yeah i do but i do see that mind management is great mm-hmm. i i'm like i'm not i'm definitely more warm on mind management than you are from that first play mm-hmm. like i totally see oh i like this i like this i like this it's just mainly the aesthetic and theme of Whitechapel. I love that blotted look. Like, mm-hmm. oh man, that box from mm-hmm. Letters from Whitechapel yeah. mm-hmm. might come up later. <laughs> <laughs> because I love that look. That yeah. ink blot, messy yeah, look. Sure. Whatever mm-hmm. that is. Um, I think it's called chalk paint. But I, that's just I what know. I've heard. I don't know if Jeff knows what I'm talking about. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So we played my management. Yeah, check out the review. Hidden movement game. Pretty good. Yeah, the, 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 the hidden mover, the secret Recruiter. Uh, the, recruiter, the recruiter is playing snake. Yeah, he's playing map, snake. Which trying I, to hit location. I, I, I like that a and lot. And I made a huge mistake. Surprise, surprise. Huge but still mistake. still managed to win. Mm-hmm. I crossed over. I didn't cross over my tail. I crossed I over a mayhem token. I was just, you know, I had to make a bad joke. Because if I crossed over my tail, I would have I would have lost. Right. That would have so, been cool, too. That would have Twice in a row. Yeah, but I won. <laughs> I won. It was tough, but it was, I won. It was close. We knew where he was at the end, but we couldn't catch up at yeah. that point. Yeah, he had one of the immortal guys there, and you can't arrest him. Exactly, right. and then he only needed two more, which he was able to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I kept the immortal guy there on purpose. Yeah. It's like, okay, they can't move him, blah, blah, blah. But anyways, yeah, mind management. I'm a big fan, uh, and uh, yeah, I look forward to playing it more because we're, we're unlocking – we're yeah, unlocking other stuff. Yeah, that's super cool too, right? So like you play through the game and then whoever wins or you know whoever loses gets like an unlock to help boost their side. Yes. And they, they're in like little cases, like the game trays in there. And it's got a little comic that you can cool. read, you know. Yeah. And if you guys have that played, was really neat. If you guys have played mind management, let us know in the comment section how your games have been going because we've played four games now and I believe the recruiter has won every game. Every single so one. So I'm wondering if that's just that our game group is really good at playing behind the shield. We've played a lot of games like that before. Or if that's just the game seems a little balanced that way and, and you're going to need to buff. Like So we've now opened two boxes mm-hmm. for the rogue Because we waited... We waited before we started opening the shift. Right, we, we didn't do it for the training. First one. We didn't yeah. do it for the training mission, obviously, and then we didn't do it for the first game because we didn't know if that was a fluke or not. Right. right? Um, so yeah, but we yeah. So the rogue agents have lost and opened two boxes now, and I'm just wondering if that seems to be a global thing at the beginning of the game. It's slightly bounced this way, um, and then as the rogue agents unlock stuff, that bounce is going to turn. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or if that's just us, you know, I'm, I'm genuinely wondering that. Or not even, I shouldn't say, oh, we're just really good at behind the shield stuff. Maybe we just suck at not being behind the shield, huh? <laughs> uh, six and one half dozen of the other. You know, what was it? The White Hall Mysteries, the front of the shield was 
Spot on. Like, no, no, Jeff. Arrest right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if it wasn't for the quarterback (laughs) over there. Hey, hey, I mean, (laughs) who won? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't make it right. That doesn't make it right. You're right. But Jeff still had fun winning, right, Jeff? You got a thumbs up. Yeah. Our, our bouncing mechanic is just Bob. Never wins. <laughs> our bouncing mechanic is just Bob goes, okay, I, Jeff, I think you should go here. Then he goes behind the shield and goes, Tim, I think you should probably do like, this. Balance. <laughs> yeah. All things should be. Yeah. <laughs> and then the uh, last game I guess we're going to talk about is yep. Dice Miner. Dice, Dice Miner. So, a really young die. There goes my yeah, joke. So the, <laughs> so the dwarves have come out of the mountains, abandoned their minds, and are having a good time. And then dragons show back up, and now they've got to get back into the mountains. And uh, there's a lot of really neat stuff that is involved in the game. You got like this little tray that holds all the die in a mountain shape. And so when you, you're basically drafting die, right? You're picking yep. die off of the mountain. Yep. And you can only pick die that have like, yeah, yeah, the top layer, right? It's Typically. got like two sides uncovered. exposed, uncovered dice. And uh, they, depending on the die, they give you different things for scoring. They might give you re-rolls. You might get a beer, which you can give to somebody else and go, cheers, and then right. you get to take two dice. Two dice. Yeah, I yeah. feel bad. I totally forgot. I never said cheers the whole game, and I felt bad. At the oh, end. so I you don't win then. Erase your points. I didn't. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Bob won. I did. Big time. He didn't Big say time. cheers either. I did, too. He said, Jeff, take he your did. die. I did. No, I, but I, I rolled it every time. I said, cheers. Yeah. Yeah, but you were did. rolling it for Jeff then. That's not the rules. Cheater. <laughs> <laughs> so I win. Uh, I so. You know what? I'll give it to Bob. All right. Yeah, see. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, Dice Miner. It's right here. Small, Small box. We've got a review of it uh, yep. coming. Right there. I'm going to say there's a lot of bang for your buck in that box for a lighter yep. uh, family weight game. Yep. Right? Entertaining. That's a, that's a fair assessment I think we'd all agree on. Yes. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. So... But, uh, yeah, Dice Miner. Dice Miner. That's the last one. I think that's it, man. Right. Uh, There's a lot of games. Uh... a lot of games, but I'm going to say that we're going to be, like, topic light today. Yeah, so, exactly. So yeah. the uh, the games are more. Yeah. Uh, you know what I also am? News light. News light? So oh, okay. So on to news. Yeah, let's do news. I got better news. Take it from here, boys. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we just talked a little bit about it. Uh, game Trays, yeah. right? That company, everybody knows Game Trays. They've been yeah. involved with 150-plus games. They're going to have a game coming to Kickstarter. They're going to do their own game. I didn't know right? this. Yeah. See, I'm going to get more of my details here. Uh, so it's called Forsaken. Now, wait. Who's going to do their insert? Don't say broken token. <laughs> uh, well, then I guess I won't say anything. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, they're, they're going to be all over it, right? So it's, um, what's, really caught, what's really caught me on this is when they said it's going to be a epic sci-fi western sandbox game. Gave me real, like, Whoa. Firefly vibes, yeah. right? Sci-fi western. I'm like, okay. Sci-fi western. Yeah. Uh, so um, I, I, meant to look, I meant to look up this guy. Yeah. Uh, developed by Michael Mailsick. I'm not sure how to. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, but Game Trays Lab is going to be their division that does their, their games nice. and whatnot. Uh, yeah, it's coming to uh, Game Trace Plastics will be featured as not only the tool for storage, but an interactive and essential element of play. Interesting. So, yeah, super interesting. Coming to Kickstarter sometime next year. So keep watching the show, and we'll have yep. more on that when it comes out. Well, so. I'll tell you, if this game looks good when the Kickstarter page comes up, I swear on my pretty blue bonnet, I will buy you. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so uh, uh, US, yeah. USAopoly okay. has um, Goonie, the Goonies. Escape with One-Eyed Willie's Rich Stuff. Nice. So this is a Goonies game that is now up for pre-order. Okay. I don't know, like, everything you do, except you can be, like, one of the kids, you know, or even mm-hmm. uh, Sloth. 
as you're trying to. Oh, so it's an at-home escape room style okay, game. Okay, so that's different than the other Goonies game that came yes. out a while ago. Yes. Okay. So this is more of like an escape room kind of thing, which means I don't know if that means you can only play it once. Right. Um, but I'm sure you're like kind of puzzles like they had to do, right? Like triple stones and uh, right. play the bones. It's and... not an escape game, though, right? It, like no. escape. Oh, okay. it's an escape. The, the, the big escape with, looks oh, kind of like the uh, no, but it's not survive that. Atlantis or escape Atlantis. Right, that's what I was no, checking. Because they don't make USopoly. Right. Uh, uh, USopoly doesn't make those games. That's okay. what I meant to say. Um, so they're saying, I don't know if this is true, but limited quantities are available, so pre-order. Mm. Uh, it could be. Uh, I mean, it's not Simon. Could be true. true. Could, <laughs> could be. Could be true. Could be. But, uh, I mean, that's kind of like my big news. Origins is going on. We'll discuss that a little bit in the topics. Okay. Uh, in the topic. So, I mean, kind of news light. Not a ton of stuff. That's fine. I think uh, all the big announcements came out at, at Yeah, Gen exactly. Con. We had such yeah. a big news week last time. Uh, the, what's there to even talk about now? The, world does, the world's over. world has well, ended. Well, we'll mm-hmm. I'll save it for the, com- uh, the topic. <laughs> Uh, okay, so any other news? No, man. Crowdfunding? No, that's, that's pretty much mine. Yeah, sure, crowdfunding. So, Bob, Dang. I'm not going to step on your obvious one. Because you already saw me back it. Oh, did you? Yeah, I backed already. That one? Voidfall. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mind Clash Games. Yeah. Uh, that so game they made Clash. Tricarion uh, yep. and uh, Anachrony. Anachrony, one of my favorite games. And uh, Cerebria, which we If Mind Clash sent you an email yes. that had no pictures or anything, it just said, our new game will be on Kickstarter. Press here to back now. <laughs> Would I do it? Would you back it? Does it? Oh, and it has the name. <laughs> David, how much it is? David Turtsy. Then yeah. Oh, and, David Turtsy. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. man, I just I love so many of his games. So yeah. Uh, competitive mode, cooperative mode, solo mode. Four right? X. It's Euro a f- style space game. Yes, four X game, one to four players. The brings that genre to Euro enthusiast. Combines mm-hmm. tension, player interaction, a deep empire customization. Uh, with resource management, tight decisions, minimal luck, and an economic euro. So it sounds more eclipsy. Yes, it Maybe. does seem more eclipsy. I, I haven't played either. I've just watched it a okay. lot. It's it, eclipse. Everyone says is um, Euro Twilight Imperium. Okay. So this sounds sure. eclipsy. But yeah, it's 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 going gangbusters though. So they've got all types unlocking over there. Dual layer boards, yada yada yada. Like get over there and check them out. It's almost over a million bucks. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty awesome. Right, it's Mind Clash. It's crazy. It's Mind Clash. It yeah. is. It's going to be. Cr- cr- it's going to be crunchy. It's going. Yeah, I was about to say it's going to be super crunchy. Yep. Um, it's going to be pretty. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's going to be Ian O'Toole. Art. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. And uh, the art, a lot of it by Ian O'Toole. Yeah. 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 She does a lot of great art for um, uh, Eagle Griffin Games and whatnot. Right? Yeah, so yeah. Those, Who's uh, your on Mars uh, escape? Um, who Who is that designer? Vital Lacerda. Yeah, Lacerda. He yeah. does a lot of Lacerda stuff. A lot of work with him. So yeah. Yeah, so. which 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 leads to normally uh, really good iconography that it's like good throughout the game. So like once you learn it, you can see it on the map somewhere. You you get an right. idea of what that's a lot of be. iconography, yeah. which is where the crunchy comes from. Sure, but good iconography when you get it, you got it. Yeah, yeah. yep. So yep, yep, yep. Looking good. Any other ones you guys want to talk about? Oh, uh, I mean, I got of one. Of course, go for it. Uh, well, the first one I'll mention, I don't have a bunch of information on this, but I just I, this came out of nowhere to me. I got like a, one of those Facebook ads, and I was like, what? Do you guys see Tiles of the Arabian Nights? Oh, yeah. I'm waiting for you I, to I talk about this. I saw the ad, but I didn't look yeah. at it. Yeah. So, it. so it's Tales of the Arabian Nights, but, but they turned tile. into like a 30-minute tile game where you're collecting really? these tiles. You, basically, you have little hidden cards, and the cards tell you what tiles you need to collect to build a story. And as you're collecting those tiles, you're making up the story. So, okay. like, so we could have three tiles that are the same on our cards, but the way we collect them, the order we collect them, and yeah, and it's like, oh, I... 
I found a magic carpet which led me to an ancient temple and I stole the golden necklace. And you could be like, I found a golden necklace that you like, you know, sure. I mean, th- that's a very rudimentary example, but you see what I'm saying? And so mm-hmm. it's yeah, just a 30 minute tile uh, placement game. So it's nice. by Holy Grail Games. Uh, two to five players, 30 minutes, like I said, uh, goes till October 14th, and it's only $45 But uh, yeah, because of a lot of tiles. Sure. Right? But, um, but yeah, I, again, I don't know much more than that. I haven't actually looked at the whole thing yet because, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to get it, so I don't want to get too excited. But, right. uh, um, I mean, I already have Tails and Smirsh on the way. Right. right? Um, but, but yeah, I, it came out of nowhere. I was like, yeah. Tales of the Arabian Nights, yeah. and the same art style, and then the same storytelling. I, I uh, meant to message you about it, and then I was like, there's no way Dan doesn't already uh, Yeah, know and this. I was going to bring it up, and I was like, they know that I know. <laughs> like, at this point. But, uh, yeah, uh, so, yeah, taking the, the biggest thing that people have with Tales of the Arabian Nights, it's random, sure, but you're going for random kind of in a game like that. The biggest problem people have is it can be like a two-hour game, and it's like, mm-hmm. do I really want to play a storytelling game for two hours so this one being a 30 minute version i think this might grab people we'll see i don't know yeah 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 yeah. so uh i guess i'll talk about the one from uh colossal games their new one it's called lost empires i got mixed feelings on this i think the art looks amazing that just Mm -hmm. now launched yeah okay i've been getting emails for months like a year about that yeah yeah. it's already funded uh there's still 16 days to go as of filming so still like just under two weeks when this pops out but uh anyways this is basically a two-player game with a base game Okay. Uh, and you're going to have like four faction decks to pick from. They're all unique. And then there's like objective cards. This kind of makes me think of Redline a little bit. I was thinking the same right? thing. And then you're playing cards, but this has got some dice. And so you're basically vying for control. Uh, there is an expansion that comes that you can get. Uh, Crown of Ashes, which then makes it a up to four player game. Okay. So a one to four player game with the expansion. So it gives you a solo mode. Um, so, you know, I mean, it's funded. The, the price point isn't bad. So 25 bucks is just the base game and unlock stretch goals. It's not bad. And then 45 bucks gets you the expansion also, which, so for, for 20 more dollars, that's a big expansion then, because that's almost the price of the game. Right. Well, but I think doubling the players, if you look at the, uh, Kickstarter, I think the MSRP for the expansion is like. 40 or 50 bucks. Now it's not wanting to load. But uh, <laughs> but anyways, so the, there. if this sounds interesting to you, I would say that there is value in being a Kickstarter backer versus waiting. Right. If it's something that interests this. you, it's better to back it than to wait yeah, for Yeah, I, I like the art. Yes. I like card games. There was just something about this one that didn't grab me. Because actually, like I said, I've been getting emails about this for a long time. There was an email a long time ago where they invited me to, and I'm you know, sure, I'm sure it wasn't special, whatever. but yeah. yeah, they said like play it on TTS with us or whatever, mm-hmm. that whole thing. And I just never did it. Um, I probably should have for the show, but it, I, it just didn't grab me. Um, uh, did you just see Brew came out? And that was one we played forever ago on Brew. Tabletop Simulator. The game where you're, you're rolling the dice and you're putting them on like the forests and you're getting the animal companions... And then you're brewing potions. It's the only game that you and I have played alone on Tabletop Simulator. <laughs> but, um, oh, yeah, you wow. got the email to test out. Like, that came out yeah. like a couple months ago or something. It's like blowing up right now. And, okay. like, it's crazy because, like, the box art, I didn't recognize it. Like, okay. the box art, because obviously we played pre components. Yeah, 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 finalized. Yeah. And, and so I saw the box and I saw everything. I was like, oh, I played this. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, yeah, that's kind of cool. But, yeah. yeah, so same thing, Lost Empires. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it, it it will be interesting. I don't know that I'm rushing out to back it or anything. Sure. I at a time like this, I would probably rather go for Voidfall. <laughs> right. Like, 
Um, That's a little bit more, sure. Yeah. Right? <laughs> You're not really talking apples to apples. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> not really comparison. Yeah. Not really comparison. Uh, Bob, you want to talk about the one you got right now? Yeah. Oh, you already saw that? Yeah. Uh, so this one, we talked about it a few times. I wanted to mention it because it's probably the last time I get a chance to before it's going to be ended. Because by the time this comes out, you only got about a week left. Quests and Cannons. Yeah. Uh, the, the Risen, Risen Islands. Islands. Yes. Yeah, uh, short Hop too. Games. Uh, we had a really good time uh, reviewing it. We played a 2v2v2. Uh, we talked about it there. Um, I got was fortunate enough to take it home. I got to play it a couple more times. I really enjoyed the game. Pickup delivery, quest fulfillment, um, a little bit of like you know attacking people to try to sink their ships mm-hmm. and whatnot. But mm-hmm. the fact that you can play like solo or you know versus 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 or two v two, like it's really great. It's very versatile. Uh, the art on it is super cutesy and like you know family friendly. And but like, the colors are really vibrant. vibrant. Yeah. Good. yeah, yeah, and like. All the asymmetric powers, the ships are like super customizable. Like I, I really had a good. I mean, it checks that. a lot it of boxes. A lot right? of boxes, yeah. and it's really for everything that you get and the mm-hmm. design of that game. I feel like the price point is really yeah, good. Yeah, I think it was like um a hundred bucks for the deluxe, and the deluxe is it's pretty deluxe. It's, you know, yeah. I mean, it's like uh, their deluxe is is cheaper than like an evil eagle griffin standard regular edition. standard <laughs> edition um yeah. if you guys are interested in this kind of thing too they are super active on their facebook yeah, page. yeah. i was yeah, actually check them out. i thought it was awesome the other day they shared their first attempt at making some of the stuff and they showed like the player board made out of cut pieces of cardboard that they like glued together to make it dual, dual layer and stuff and they were nice. testing out and i love seeing that yeah, stuff yeah I see, like, the, everything behind the scenes yeah, kind of and, it, and it also like eric geller the designer mm-hmm. is really active mm-hmm. so again yeah, you reach questions. out he answers questions yep. he's very accessible yeah uh, which I always think Appreciate, is cool, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. because you're you're chatting with these guys, you can yep. figure out some of their process and everything. Mm-hmm. Really neat, yeah. It's it's a good one. Yeah. So, you got, a, so once this comes out, you got about a, a week, a little bit more than a week. But yeah, yeah if you definitely like it, check it, it out. Yeah. It might not be for you, but it deserves being checked. And out. also, yeah. their little stop motion animation video, it's pretty cute too. With the yeah. with that amazing voiceover, mm-hmm. that's a good video. That to was watch. me. Oh, that wasn't Dan. It's less less good now. Morning. Board Game Rundown lies all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Lying liars and the liars who support them. Uh, Anyways, uh, Shadowgate. When this comes out, Shadowgate's going to have about a week. Um, I I enjoyed Shadowgate. I would like to see it fund. I don't know if it's going to happen. It's kind of low right now. But I would say give it a look. You never know uh, some of these campaigns. Because even um, Quest and Cannons, for example, Mm -hmm. it got up to like 235% funded and then just kind of stopped. Right. Uh, and it has not moved much. moved very much. Mm-hmm. Now, again, I think that they're going to get a like a last push last 48 hour bump mm-hmm. and they're going to get a lot further. Right. Yeah. We're bump. Right. Well, that's one of the nice things about Kickstarter, too, is too right. So you can go to the Shadowgate page and you can try to back it. And then if it doesn't succeed, they don't take your money. Right. But then a lot of times like they'll like cancel it. And then when they rebroadcast, but relist it again, right. yes. you get a notification saying, you know, Hey, here's an opportunity. That's to something I wanted to talk about too. this because, you know, we can be hopeful all we want, but realistically wise, Shadowgate is probably not going to fund this time, but I'm telling you right now, it is It'll be definitely coming back. This is a passion project they've been working yeah. on. Mm-hmm. I think there's just been some of the stuff in the marketing of the Kickstarter page. Mm-hmm. I, I personally, I am not a marketing manager. I don't do any of this, but like, even I look at the Kickstarter page, I'm like, this, this should have been laid out better. Like, I the, I haven't checked how much it's changed, but like when I first checked it out on launch, I didn't see the player count for the first half of the page when I was scrolling down. I was like, how many players does it play? Uh, I already knew the answer, but I'm just like, that's right. the information Things people are going to want to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's mostly it because we got a solid game here. 
Um, and now I don't. I guess I also don't know how much the IP reaches, but I think it reaches enough. So. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I, I, yeah, I. This game will be back, and I say keep an eye on it. Again, it might not be for you. That's fine, um, but keep an eye on it. I, I would definitely. Yeah, say that. I agree. And I then agree. I got one more because a uh, person in the comment section said that we should check out a game. Again, I did not write a, a name down here, but I think it was Robert Silver. I don't think this is another potato legion moment, but I think uh, <laughs> that was funny. okay. <laughs> but I think oh it was yeah, you weren't here. For I that. saw that though. I think it was Robert <laughs> Silver. Head. But anyway, yeah, Robert Silver, head. if it was you, said something like, "I bet Dan would like Beast." <sighs> right. Yeah. So I checked out Beast, and I like Beast. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, the news. End of story. That's the news. So Beast by Studio Midhall. This is only their second Kickstarter. The first thing they did was Beast, and they canceled it. <laughs> sure. So we'll see how this goes. This one's funded, though, now, isn't it? Uh, I didn't look, honestly. I oh, didn't write safe next Beast. to this one. Oh, I just did. It's not, uh, it is funded. Okay, yeah. so it's safe. So yeah. it's a two-to-four-player game. Funded. 30 minutes per player, so a little long. Um, October 28th, and it's $59 to $85 for the Deluxe. So this is a hidden movement one-verse minigame, something we've been talking about a lot lately. It's We're planning on, on uh, doing some more coverage on that kind of stuff soon. But, mm-hmm. yeah, so, you know, we've been talking about Whitechapel and Mind Manual, so this is another one of those. So it has asymmetric drafting to where you're drafting and both teams are drafting. So the hidden movement guy and everyone else that are on a team are drafting the same card, so you know what you're handing that person. But the top half of the card is what we do and the bottom half is what he does so when you're drafting cards you can be like we really need this ability or we really don't need this ability but we can't hand him that ability right so that's an interesting little drafting mechanic and then yeah at the end of the day he's hidden movement he's a monster going around killing uh eating people or whatever Mm -hmm. and we have to find him and fight him and kill him so we're hunting him down looking for the traces and the clues that uh, tell us oh that's weird there's a lot of dead bodies here i wonder if uh (laughs) did you guys get eaten one of of those um (laughs) But yeah, so there are six beasts and six hunters mm-hmm. to choose from for the both teams by I, default. I love the art. I yeah, love the look I, of this I like game. The, I like the art. I like the box. Yep. Mm. Um, there are standees, a mixture yeah, of standees really and cool. meeples. Um, it seems to be for the components. But yeah, I mean, again, I'm just going to be totally honest. I've talked about this a lot. Hit movement. <laughs> it's sucking me in, man. Mm-hmm. It's a big black hole, except the black holes don't actually suck you in unless you cross the event horizon. It's a, it's a famous myth. Uh, uh, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> whatever. It's um, when you listen to Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah, yeah, no was. doubt. I like learning. All you ignorant humans out there, learn more. Okay, calm yeah. down. <laughs> yeah, the age of information doesn't really mean much if nobody cares about information. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's it. Okay. That's all I got. So just, this should have been in news, but whatever. I meant to talk about it. Too Many Bones, Unbreakable. Oh, oh yep. yeah. It's coming to it. GameFound in 15 days from when this, when we were filming. And then Lords of Ragnarok is 17 days away from <laughs> from launch. I can't get it. I First of all, I already have Lords of Hellas. I, I, I don't know if it's different. We'll see if it's different we'll or see not. see what happens. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I doubt it, but we'll see. And then I thought this was interesting. I just wanted to look it up. That Tiles of the Arabian Nights uh-huh. is 40 bucks. Oh, okay. What did uh, I say? That's not too bad. I don't think Yeah, I said did. 45. Oh, you did? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, so uh, there's 10 days left, so you'll have like f- six days when this episode pops up. That's on GameFound.com if you want to get Tiles of the Arabian Nights. Yep. Topic. Topic. Okay, so topic this week is Origins. None of us went to Origins. Nope. Uh, but I, I did have friends that went again. Okay. Uh, Pat and Julio yeah, were there. Yeah, picked up some games, right? Walking around. Actually, no. Oh, no? So this is the news about yeah, Origins. Oh, board game mechanics picked up games at Origins. Yeah, but yeah, not even that was. many. Yeah. Because okay. there was not. Origins, 
according to my sister, Origins was barely worth it this year. Oh, really? That's unfortunate. Well, like Renegade Games wasn't there. Right. Uh, there was a bunch of so there's a bunch of studio, bunch of game companies that opted out of Gen Con, and I would say that even more opted out of Origins, right? Or if they did Gen Con, they didn't do Origins. Okay. Uh, again, because of the timing this year, they were almost back, back to back, back, like two yeah. weeks apart, right? Everything's like just crammed Just in these last way couple months. Too, way too close together. I think they hurt. Uh, and with it being, with the production costs and shipping costs the shipping's been getting higher mm-hmm. and more expensive, it's not going to get cheaper anytime soon, that the um, it's making game companies really question, is it worth it to have a presence at this convention? Right. Because they, game companies rarely make money on conventions. Wow. Because of the booth space and then putting paying people to work their booths. I mean, that's why it's volunteers, right? Uh, and then, uh, I mean, getting merchandise there. If they break even, it was a good con. It was a great con if they break even. I'm actually wondering if Dice Tower Con is going to be the best one of the year. Only uh, because they don't ship anything. They purposely keep a warehouse full of all their games, and they just truck it over. Oh, sure. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and you... so, and all the people are coming out. I'm just saying, like, when you look at the amount of games that are going to be there, the amount of people that are going to be there, I'm wondering if that's going to be the, sure. kind of the big one. And it's one. what, in Miami? I it's genuinely in, don't in know Florida. where they I mean, you're near a... They're in Florida. You're so. near a port. Right. That's basically that's what I'm saying. That's true, too. Where we are inland, right? right? So, Origins is in Ohio. Gen Con's in Indy. So, logistically, again, the shipping stuff, right? Uh, we can get stuff into the United States and then it gets stuck on the coasts because they don't want to commit the uh, containers to rail cars to bring them inland because they can't get them back out. Really? That is a I, th- I thought the big thing was that they can't, the, the containers are building up at the ports here in America and they're not going too. back overseas. That too. Yeah, yeah I saw that you, too. I don't know if you guys have seen that picture. There's that picture of all the ships just sitting in the Waiting. ocean outside the, outside the port and it's like they've been there for almost a week. Yeah, and it's just crazy. Yeah, Oof. like it, just just sitting there waiting your turn. Imagine standing in line for a week. It is a long time. A disaster. I waited for a half hour on the tarmac, and you're like, screw this. Was, yeah, <laughs> ready to tear the person's head off in front of me. <laughs> yeah, that's, dang, um, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I know that. So, like I said, board game mechanics did go to Origin, and they picked up some stuff just because they said it yeah. was cheaper there. I think than at uh, wherever they went. Gen Con was the other place they went, or whatever. Yeah, they were at the Gen Con. Or what, were you talking about what? Or I think they picked up games at Origin because they found them cheaper than they were at Gen Con or something. They talked about I don't, something I don't like know. that, maybe. But uh, but yeah, I was I was bummed because I was hoping to get. I didn't get the hunger. Mm-hmm. I didn't ask for anybody to get me the hunger when uh, at Gen Con. I was like, oh, Origins, and then I was like, hey, if you see the hunger at Origins, like pick it up for me because then I, we can get it played and we can get right. a review of it because it's not going to come out to FLGSs until the end of October. So I was hoping we could get like a two week right. two week jump on it, right? Uh, but Renegade was yeah, not there. Exactly. I was thinking about that. I was like, but Renegade wasn't going to be there. So the odds of that happening were small. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but anyway, so I think Origins, the impression I got, I think, is that there was a little bit of just disappointment because it wasn't as, I guess it was a disappointment if you were going to buy games. Now, sure. Origins is more of a sit down and play games convention. And that was going on. And that was definitely going on. And I believe that everybody still had great experiences with that. But, yeah. Uh, when you've got both conventions practically like two gigantic conventions right on top of each other, mm-hmm. it's really tough. Yeah, and then followed by this week with Geekway, Geekway. and then Geekway also like used to kind of yeah, start in the middle weekend, of the week and, and go over the weekend. Week. Now it's in just like in the middle of a week, yeah, which is a real bummer. Mm-hmm. And they were selling; they were still selling tickets to Geekway, mm-hmm. like 
which is too bad, Rare. but also like well, that's really kind of what you get. I've I've been less and less impressed with Geek Geekway was awesome when we first started going, and I feel like there's been diminishing returns. Um, because they, as they, it gets bigger, because it keeps getting bigger, and I don't know that they know how to adjust down, right? Or, you know, or how to scale up. How, they don't know how to scale up, and I think that they just need to not. Mm-hmm. I think they need to make it smaller again. I think that the the exclusivity of Geekway is what makes it great. Sure, the, and the, like the smaller crowds and not having it just so much chaos. Yes, and and because I mean. I mean, we specifically had some really negative experiences at that last Geekway because of the way that uh, we had purchased a game that was on a play-to-win table. Mm-hmm. And there was a group of people. It was Wingspan. Mm-hmm. So Wingspan at the time was not, like, widely available. Right. Right. It was uh, hard to find them. It was hard to find at times. We went to an FLGS based in St. Louis that is nationwide yes. on the Internet. And we found copies, and we all scooped up copies of Wingspan. Yep. We went back to the con because they were on a play to win table at Geekway. And what was happening is that these people in this play to win uh, are these, these people in this group. There's probably like 10 of them. And we saw this go on all weekend. That's how we know it happened. I think there were like three copies of Wingspan. One of the copies was dominated by one group the whole weekend. Because if this was the group, I would walk in. Check it in to return it, and somebody, and then right behind you, here I come. I'm gonna check that back out. Hey, can I get that one? Mm-hmm. They would, you know, and they're like, "Oh yeah, here you go," because it's laid back and nice. At Geek- they were totally right. taking advantage of it. Yeah, so we had no a copy way. of Wingspan sitting on a table. Should have been linked to table number. And a dude, person. and a dude came in and started yelling at my wife and my sister in law for hoarding a game and not letting other people play it. Like right. you and- need to return that. And, and then he looked like a real bleeps the cat. Ass- for being a d- <laughs> when he totally didn't have to double cat there yeah no screw it. it was <laughs> yeah, really it I was mean, very a, rude because you guys were like very clear, this is our game there's well, yes. no, there's, there's very clear stickers that say play to win on the sides of those right. boxes and he didn't look to see if it had those stickers on there and, and he assumed looked, that it was that we and were he just, looked like a real tool when we're like we own this game yeah that's right. our, yeah, it's our and he just kind of turned around and walked out uh-huh. there was like barely any apology yeah. and it's like so that dude shouldn't have behaved the way he was but the way that Geekway has has Handle grown too that. fast. Mm-hmm. They are also kind of cultivating that behavior, mm-hmm. right? And uh, I hate it. Yeah, I really hate it. It made me almost just go like, "Well, who cares about geek?" Like, I, I almost am like, "Well, good." Like that they're not at full uh, uh, attendance. attendance. They didn't sell because Geekway sells out every year. Mm-hmm. It used to be like eight hundred tickets. Then it went up to like thirteen hundred. You know what now I mean? It's like like two thousand or something. Yeah, and it's yeah. like no, 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 no. Forget that noise. I mean, I really like going and I have a good time. Right. You're like, why not just go to a giant convention then? At that point, huh? I just don't want to deal with the jerks. No, I know. I'm just saying, if Geekway, if Geekway is losing the whole point of it being Geekway to you, you might as well let's just go to Gen Con well, because, and play with the twenty thousand people. Because everything. one of the appeals of Geekway was that it was a small con and there was lots of opportunities to win games. Right. They had really unique door prizes originally, uh, and then it just turned out every then everybody just got the same game that went to Geekway. So yeah, if that five, I don't care for it all. If ten people from your gaming group, because that's what we would do, is a we would large- get. And mess. Yeah, yeah, we'd all go so we could all play all these games, and then we all get the same game. Oh, look, I have, yeah, we have eight copies of this game that plays ten people. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like eBay. Which I, 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 well, no, and, and because I, everybody else is doing the exact same thing. I, I do like, though, how they do, like, the, um, 
the like inventors thing, right? So if you've got a game idea, you take it, you can take it there, and they've got a little like almost like a proto spiel thing where like they, you can play test with people and whatnot, mm-hmm. and they're gonna pick one of those games that will be then produced and given out that as one of the insane. prizes. And that's like I dig that. I think that is pretty cool. But with the rapid growth and expansion and more and more people coming in, you do allow more of the jerks to come in. You used which is one of the great things about IndieCon. Sorry to cut you off, but no, it's like go you know for because it. that's a great convention. It's smaller. It's like a limited kind of list. It's so like two hundred people. Yeah, and so you know you're not going to end up with some random jerk because if you do, probably he ain't going to be there next year. Yeah, because you know? yeah. <laughs> so, they send out invites. Yeah, and and the rule like IndieCon and now Geekway says this too, like don't be a jerk. Don't be a jerk. Like, in their but they rules. don't really enforce any of that. I mean. What am I going to do? Chase down that dude that yelled at my wife and get it? Because right. I wasn't there when it happened, mm-hmm. right? Because I was downstairs. I was actually having an awesome time because I was playing. <laughs> I was playing The Godfather with mm-hmm. uh, Patrick, oh, and Jeffrey Inglestein uh, from Ludology, uh-huh. and Stephen Bonacore. Like I was like high rolling, baby. Right? Yeah, it was awesome. And then I go upstairs and it's like, what just what? happened? Yeah. And it really. I mean, and you know. We're a really easygoing group of people and are not antagonistic at all. Because if if we were, we would have got back at them. Yeah. Like I mean, it would have been. It could have like could have gotten uglier. It could have gotten real. Yeah, ugly. If we were ugly people. Yeah. Well, <laughs> visually. Uh, but I mean, like fancy gaming. I love fancy gaming. Yeah. No, Geekway you does know, a lot of things. Really, does, does, does a lot of things really good. I don't want to poo poo too much on Geekway because I still really enjoy Geekway. Like they started doing like escape rooms there. In case they stop inviting. No, Tim, no, no. I'm, I'm, just, still... I'm just saying. It's not it, it, Geekway's not an invite to be, only. To be fair, yeah, it's not anybody. You know? I know. Yeah, clearly. Um, and I, I mean, like, and I'm bummed to not be able to go this year because, like, ever since you know they started going, I, I have all my badges still. Right. You know, and then they started doing like patron coins. So if like you enjoy, it, you, you pay yeah. a little more, you get first dibs on hotel rooms, and you get a little fancy like coin, right? And I've got all those coins, but now this year. I'm going to miss it. Well, and, you know, it's a and unfortunate. yeah, don't get me wrong. Like the, the reason I think that I got upset or I am as upset about it as I am is that uh, because it is hard enough to get my wife to go to a convention. Yeah. And now you're sullying her experience. Right. And now she doesn't want to go, go anymore. Yeah. And, you know, well, now she might be willing to go back next year. You know, she some time away. there's some time away from it and everything, sure. but it is such an awesome opportunity. I get to, I've got friends in St. Louis that we have made because of Geekway yep. and I love seeing them mm-hmm. even though they pick on me all the time. Yeah. David. Yeah. Specifically. Mm-hmm. But, uh, it's always a great time to see them. We always play a big game of Cthulhu Wars, you know, and, uh, I mean, we just, we do a ton of things and we got, we get to see a ton of games because there's either the games library or the games that, uh, we that we bring, yeah, to people, so, all, all the people that we know coming there that bring all their like new hotness or like you know obscure games. Yeah, yeah, and, and they do a nice flea market, so you can buy games there. The trade table, math trade. There's a there's a math trade and a trade table, so you do a lot of things. DC deck builder tournament, DC deck builder tournament, baby. Tim's like, all right, I'm back in. <laughs> I'm there every. Uh, boring. Dan. It's really good though. It is good. It's really good. And my nemesis, Weird Al, is at the Weird Al. I haven't been to any of these. Yeah, that's the best. Is I made my nemesis, my DC deck building nemesis, rage quit a game. Oh. The DC deck builder. <laughs> it's my my crowning achievement. I'll still wear that one. Uh, but anyways, uh, so Origins is more of a sit down convention, and sit down and play games. And and so uh, if like like for the board game mechanics, they're really close. To mm-hmm. Columbus, so for them it's a nice Makes like sense. day trip. Sure. Like you know they do they do stuff. So like Patrick and Julia who went, uh, they've got friends. You know Bobby Ramsey. Yep. And, and yeah, Bobby's uh, great. Yeah. And so they hung out with Bobby and they played mm-hmm. games and they walked. You know, they had meetings and things like that too, yeah, right? Yeah. But you know, so it, it it just sounds like the some of the shine is off of sure. the cons this year. I mean Gen Con even was a lot smaller. Attendance yeah. I was, was bring way that lower. One up. It was half the tickets and they still didn't sell out. Yeah. Wow. 
Wow. So yeah. of the in person tickets? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they wow. only sold half. I can't remember the exact number, but whatever the normal is, they cut it in half mm-hmm. for this year, and they still didn't sell out. They didn't wow. sell out, right? That's crazy. And I've seen Gen. I mean, we've all seen Gen Con sell out. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, so it's it's really interesting time for cons this year. Mm-hmm. So well. I, I mean, we'll have to see what Dice Tower Con does. I don't even know when that is. It just finished. Oh, it just oh, finished? Right. Okay. Yeah. So it's the same time as Origins? Uh, I, I think, when did Origins start? Last week. Thursday. My guess, Thursday, my guess is Dice Tower was early in the week, ended, they went to Origins. Okay. That's my guess. Sure. So it was actually literally the weekend in between Gen, Gen Con, Con and Origins. Or an probably, Origins. because wow. they go to all those. So sure, they probably sure. scheduled it so that they could go to Gen Con, do their own go to origins Oof. i don't know if they did go to origins but i know I mean, they went to gen con if if that was my job that would be amazing okay. that's what it is yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but trying to balance that and still like you know work a job to pay the bills yeah right. yeah yeah, yeah. But so okay. on that note make sure you're liking and subscribing <laughs> and <laughs> sharing our videos right. where's that donate button <laughs> yeah right right but i mean yeah this isn't our like pp on conventions yeah, uh, no, topic yeah. but it's, i've only i've gone to gen con once and that's it i've that's, never been to gen con yeah that's my whole i've never uh, been to geekway i've lived in indiana for Oh my god, I want to date myself. Too long. Way too long. Years. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Since 1985. So math. And yeah, but he wasn't born in Indiana. I wasn't born in Indiana. Right. Well, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> so I'm I older like the, than 85. I like that you doubled down. On that. I wasn't yeah. born in Indiana. Oh wait, no. Wait. Come on. <laughs> but, but guys, uh, comment. Tell us what cons you've been going to. What are your experiences like? Yeah. What have they been like? If you yeah. went to the Dice Tower Con, I'm wondering how that one did because of how all the other ones have not done. Yeah. Right. right? So I'm yeah. wondering. Uh, uh, but yeah, comment on there. Keep keep engaging with us, talking about whatever hey, you want to. You like don't it. have to just talk about that. Um, but. Uh, but yeah, guys, thank you again. Please check out our friends at the Board Game Mechanics, Jason and Katie. Okay. They, Jason does a, uh, they, well, they do a weekly podcast, and Jason also has tons of YouTube videos up all the time. He's got a really good one on the hunger, if you're curious about it. Um, so I would suggest if, you, if we have not answered enough questions about that for you, check out that video uh, for sure. Uh, he's working on Belgian beer race right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's been messaging me. He, he's all and, about it. He really and, enjoys it. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so they, they do a ton of stuff. And they, are, I really like them. They're pretty okay. And then also check out our sister channel, uh, the Miniatures Rundown. Dan, do you have anything you'd like to say about the Miniatures Rundown? Um, Josh, uh-huh. so that you don't say the wrong name this right. time, right. Uh, is, is helping host now, too. Yeah, he's, did they do the second cool. X-Wing video? I haven't looked. They did. Okay, how'd it go? I didn't watch it yet. Oh, boy. I know, I feel bad. I Trust me, I'm excited about it. I'm not going to spoil that. We're not spoiling. <laughs> we just got some inside He's information. Got, yeah, you should watch. Uh, but yeah, check out Miniatures Rundown because they uh, they they talk about painting. There's all the all the tabletop wargaming stuff, and and they they do like dally and delve into some other things that are uh, tabletop adjacent. Yep. So it's worth a look. Uh, they're pretty nice guys over there. Uh, I also just want to apologize if if the guy who uh, said Dan would like Beast, if your name wasn't Robert Silver. <laughs> Oh, right. It might have happened again. There's a, there's Listen, a chance that Dan I'm was going off memory here. Oh, uh, I didn't write it down or anything. You blew I, just, it. I read the comment. I appreciated the comment. And I'm going off pure memory from like four days ago, hold right? Or however long ago that was. So, Oh, he's looking. It is. Uh, oh, wait. Robert Silver asked about Voidfall. So, yes. Uh, and yes, Robert Silver <laughs> is, is a beast. So, yes. <laughs> and, uh, thanks, Bob. Yeah, thanks, Bob. 
Hopefully it goes by Bob. Yeah, All right, well, hopefully. Dan's gone. So uh, thanks, guys, for watching. For the Board Game Rundown, I've been Tim. I've been Bob. I've been Dan. We'll see you next time. Thanks for watching. Thank you.